Hello and welcome to Muller She Wrote. I'm your host, A.G. Allison Gill. There is no Muller She Wrote today, nor is there an MSW book club this week. I am technically on vacation, but I will be back next Sunday with brand new episodes. But today I have an episode of The Final Word Podcast, part of the MSW Media family in partnership with Stephanie Miller's Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and Midas Touch. The Final Word is brought to you by the amazing duo Frangela. And fair warning, there are a lot of F-bombs in this episode, but that's the fucking Supreme Court's fault. And if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to The Final Word with Frangela wherever you get your podcasts. I will see you tomorrow with Dana Goldberg on The Daily Beans. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The The Final Final Word. Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Yay! Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and on MSW Media. Yes, thank you so much for listening to us and all the fantastic, fantastic programs on both those podcast networks. We want to remind you, we want to remind you that you can get a cameo from Frangela, you know? We can wish you happy anniversary, happy retirement, tell those kids go to bed. I mean, happy Mother's Day. You have so many options. A pep talk. Yes! Whatever you need. So go to cameo and look up Frangela. Yes. And we want to thank all of you who are already our Patreon subscribers and supporters. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank to you. those of you who haven't yet, but are you got like $5 or more burning a hole in your pocket, <laughs> go, go to Patreon right now. Look up Frangela and hook some sisters up. I was going to say, you know what? I know two black women who would be so, so appreciative. And that's going to help you if if you believe in any kind of afterlife or judgment. Oh, my you can, goodness. We'll give you a receipt. Oh, we really will. I will put I will. But put you can take with you. you. To you in the mail today. Today. <laughs> today. Okay. To buy you some good some points. Into heaven. That's right. Or wherever you believe you're going. Think of it as what are they? What the Catholic Church call it? Indulgences. Indulgences. Yeah. If you plan yeah. on acting funky today or at some point in the near future, you should po- you should support this podcast now, and then you like you can cancel that out. Totally, totally. Uh, we uh, want to remind you that you can always catch us on the third hour every Friday morning of the Stephanie Miller Show for the Black Power Hour. And what happens, Angela? That is where Stephanie Miller becomes her true self, Stephanie Mills. And Stephanie Mills becomes Stephanie Miller, an erotic dance involving bike seats and lots of dogs. Mm, I was grinding to that. I know she was. I wish you could have seen it. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about the uterine state of America. All right. And get your hands off my vagina. Off of it. Off of it. Uh, this is the best quote I've I've seen so far. America should not be able to hold a person hostage to their pregnancy, make one's body a prison, and then call itself the land of liberty. Thank you. You cannot you. do that to women. We have. Let me tell you something. Let me. I'm I'm I'm, I'm mad on so many different levels. Like if you mm-hmm. slice me, there's a checkerboard of anger. 
Yeah. Okay. And it's not, it's not even like you're going to use, no, you got to do chess moves. How angry I am over this bullshit. First of all, Angela, can we have a conversation about the fact when you go to a, a job interview, right? Mm-hmm. And they right. ask you, they ask you, they talk about the culture. They say, this mm-hmm. is the kind of comp- company we are. We expect you to wear a suit. We expect you to promote these values when you hear, right? And you say, mm-hmm. during that interview, you say, I understand what the culture is. I understand right. the precedent of everything that this job entails. Mm-hmm. I've been studying. Right. And I'm going right. to do what you're going to hire me to do. All right. And I promise, mm-hmm. I promise I don't have an ulterior motive to come in here and do some other shit that you ain't expecting me to do at, right. your, at this job. Right. These fucking people who have been assigned and given a lifelong job here at the court have lied to the American people. And what are we going to do about it? Because all three of them sat there and said, mm-hmm. I believe in this precedent. This is precedent. I'm not coming here to this job. They oh. swore uh-uh. an oath, Angela. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is settled law. This is settled law. I'm not mm. coming in here. I don't have mm-hmm. an ulterior motive. I have no doubt that Alito said it too when he was being questioned. That's what I'm saying. How is it that now I have to live, and all women have to live under the shadow of their ulterior motives? That's not okay. That's not American. This is the problem with refusing to address problems. That's you go right. on and address them. You're gonna cry today or cry tomorrow, but you Hallelujah. will be crying. And the reality of the situation is when you have a document that has never included everyone, that has purported to, that has sort of given the languaging of, without actually giving that language, because women are never, to say, for Samuel Alito, Justice Alito to say, that women, that the right to abortion is not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. Women aren't mentioned in the right. Constitution. Black people, slaves are not mentioned in the Constitution. And either are men without, just men of various ages, different stripes, whatever. It, it's absolutely insane to me, the number of things, the idea that that document could have held, and by the way, at that time, the Supreme Court didn't have those justices. Like that number has changed. Yes. I didn't see people recuse themselves to go back the original number. Like yes. the point is that this is a living, breathing document that has been changed and that they're willing to change whenever it suits the power pe- people in power. What we have here is the last gasp of a bunch of assholes, yep. a bunch of elitist, straight, white, Republican, racist, sexist, xenophobic, ignorant men who and this is do not before you start feeling in your feelings if you are a white man listen to this who, we are not talking, not talking about, about you, you. you listening to this and you yeah, know that so you step out this, you ain't you ain't on that team no they don't listen to us not even like to get mad they don't even <laughs> so the reality is that these people, they know that not only are the demographics changing, but we have, they've seen so much change that has made them feel dislocated without actually dislocating them. Because yeah. the idea that, that they don't still control things is crazy when I'm watching them take away my rights to my actual body. Like the, the fact that they can do that suggests, makes it really clear that they haven't lost control of anything. No, and you know what? This is the other thing, like all of these now, and then all of a sudden, 
everybody's going, wait a minute. If this happens, then that is, this makes this, it makes this possible. Abortion rollback risks erasing decades of economic gains for U.S. women. Okay, that's one of the headlines. Overturning Roe v. Wade risks widening the economic inequality in the United States, threatening decades of gains for women in places where abortion could all but be uh, could be all but banned. And so, when I look at that, I go, it's not just holding us prisoner mm-hmm. in our bodies. It's also making sure it is true Gilead. It is taking over and taking away our finances and our abilities to earn and reducing the money to the, where we would have extra economics or extra money to be able to do X or Y or Z or go get an education or have the freedom to be able to choose a different thing. Hell, have the freedom to choose to get a fucking divorce from a man if you want to or need to. And I mean, mm-hmm. I'm saying that with, with every fiber of my fucking being, because we know so many women who have not been able to leave because of the children, because she hasn't. Every woman I've talked to over 50, talking about their mama who got left, who was 45 years old, who had to go out and find a fucking job, who hadn't worked yeah. for 20 years because she'd been working yeah. in the fucking house. Fuck all y'all. No, it's, it's, uh, really repugnant and if you get a chance to read i haven't finished it but if you get a chance to read the opinion if you just want to to be clear about where you're angry um it is a complete repudiation of everything that's every amendment that <laughs> like it really is at the end of the day and and and, and it, it basically saying there's no such thing as precedent except this one we'd like this one the one we're making right now we'd like this to stand but not affect anything else which is garbage because you've just annihilated the principle that's right i, I think you know when i think about my points of fury i'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you and it's and it may not seem fair to some people but i am and i have said it for the last week, but I, I need, I am still angry at this. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to include Rebecca Traster. She's from uh, uh, one of the a writer from New York magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's New York times magazine, but she, uh, she's a, you know, a person who does speaking on MSNBC, a pundit. And she really articulated very clearly for me the other day on one of these programs um, where my anger stems from when I talk about liberal, the liberal, part of the country, the left, particularly men on the progressive side or on the left or Democrat side, um, I have had to listen to for years. I have sat on the same stage with men who for years, who are on our team, unquote, who have told me when they're most, their kindest and yet most condescending and patronizing tones, don't you worry. Don't worry about Roe. Nobody's going to go after Roe. Oh, come on now. You don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. As we've been screaming, you have to codify this in the law. I have been told repeatedly by men who purport to care about me and about justice that I don't need to worry about this. I shouldn't vote for no, people based on their pro on the head is is, is as disgusting as it is and they sit there and they want to they sat there for and you know what not only that but where was our rage where was the rage in texas when this shit was going is going down state by state okay because i'm gonna tell you something you let them take a motherfucking inch and now they got your fucking wound okay they're gonna try to take you they're gonna try to insert what the fuck they want in your fucking body 
while saying you can't trust government, while saying they want small government. That's right. They're going to regulate your vagina, what your child learns about and doesn't learn about. I mean, burn the books. The book burning motherfuckers. And the Democratic Party, and I have to say, has never, here's the thing, when we've had power, when we haven't, and we have never, have not, because of this sort of lackadaisical attitude towards over half the population's civil rights, we have never, ever sat down and codified this into law the way it should be, the way that our country is set up to do. And what really is confusing, Rebecca Traster made this really clear, is that abortion overwhelmingly, when our polling around this issue had been screwed for a number of years, and then, you know, my sister worked in the the pro-choice movement and for years and she told me that they finally did a survey they finally did a polling on the right question because they're always pulling are you for or against abortion and that's a hard question for people to answer but when they really parsed out the question do you are you do you think abortion is are do you support abortion and then do but do you do you think that anybody should have the right to tell anyone else whether or not they can have abortion people have very different answers when it comes down to when you ask do you think you or the government or anyone has the right to tell anyone else if they can or can have an abortion this country is over 70% in favor of being of pro choice this right. is a winning issue and she Rebecca Tracer said it very clearly the D, the democratic party has acted like it's something they don't want to touch like That's it's a right. hot potato when it's a winning issue, when it has overwhelming consensus. This is by treating it like some ethical, moral hot potato and being absolutely unwilling to step forward and defend women. And even, yes, now President Biden is saying abortion, but he has said it for over a year. And the reality is, Obama, you know, I'm just saying, we have to be. We have to hold our own leadership accountable. And we need to be calling those, our senators and, and Congress people and saying, you can't look, Look, people, I am a one issue voter, and that is civil rights. And this being pro choice is civil rights. Yeah. And, and you know what? And going back to this originalist idea of the Constitution, you got to, you have to, I've, I've been saying this to you the last week or two is this attack on Roe makes me, you know, stiffen my spine about the attack on black people. Because if you can yep. overturn that, that ruling, and you don't have to go with that precedent. Why do you even have to consider that I I might still be considered three fifths of a human being? Oh, I can tell separate. you. Yep, I can tell you separate but equals back. Let me be clear about something: that those assholes have no respect for no. the document that they're there to so-called interpret. And and there are three illegitimate justices on that court. And the reality is there are mechanisms for impeaching and getting rid of Supreme Court justices. And if there aren't, we can make them. It's a living, breathing motherfucking document. And on top of it, get rid of the goddamn filibuster. I don't care. Yep. Pretend that you're a Republican for half a second and that you can figure out how to get something done that everybody wants done. The idea that our civil rights are about some sort of practice in the, you know, could be destroyed by a practice in the Senate is absolutely insane to me. And furthermore, I think it's really important at this moment in our rage and our fury that we don't, we remember number one, that abortion is legal right now. And while, the, while in a number of states, access has been relatively destroyed um, and they're working on it daily to make it worse. We are, but don't, I get worried, and I, I, I heard other people's voicing this concern, that for people who may not 
who are just looking at the news or not, maybe not even looking, but hearing things that women, they might not know that as of right now, you can get an abortion and, and you should go get, if you need to get one, get, get one. It's not illegal. It's not whatever. You may live in a state where they've passed some of these laws and rules, but you can go to a different state if you can and look at their organizations to try to help you. You should go to NARAL, go to PlannedParenthood.com and, and, and figure and find that help. But we need to be focusing on sentence and centering uh, our, our immediate attention on the people who need health care, who yes. are about to not get access to a procedure that they absolutely need. And we need to be centering that energy on what are we going to do to make sure that women continue to get adequate health or continue can get to some adequate health care and a procedure that they absolutely that's medical in their own business. And this also, this this whole, you know, this whole Mishka, gosh, I don't know how you say that. Uh, this whole situation also makes us have to look at what happens to abortion pills, what happens with con contraception. Because you may not be pro-choice, but are you? Do you use contraception? Of course you do. Do you, do you do you do you do you do you use a condom? Do you use a pill? Because they want to come for that too. Oh, they're not gonna get rid of condoms because see, that's a man's choice. And that's my other thing. <laughs> they're not gonna get rid of that. Right. Oh, they don't mean that contraception. You ain't never heard nobody talking about outlawing, outlawing a condom because see, that's where they can make a choice. Right. And that's my issue too, Angela. In all this whole discussion, in all this whole Roe v. Wade discussion, in never we never talk about men. No, nope. we never talk about men and their responsibility. We never talk about men and our, their need of our need of their support. We never talk about all we talk about is women. And and the last time I checked, it takes those two genders to make a baby. In the biological way, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I and I and I generate an uh, egg. It's a medical. Yeah, this is a medical emergency for over half the country. Yeah. And to act like it isn't in any way or that we got to wait till June or July, fuck that. Get those justices out right now. Yeah. Let's start that procedure because this is a winning issue. And stop, you know, and that shouldn't be the only reason you, you support civil rights because you can win an election on it. But seriously, we are sitting here completely undefended and, and and they will be, they've already started to talk about it. Kevin Kramer said it on Twitter. They're, they're already talking about a federal ban. They're not talking about taking, just taking away the right to abortion. They're talking about criminalizing it. Yep. Yeah, that's why you saw Elizabeth Warren out there screeching and screaming the other night. I mean, rattled. And, you know, I mean, this is shaking women in this country, as it should to our core. We are poised to restrict abortion as, as you know, developing countries are easing theirs. And, you know, and as we watched Marie uh, Le Pen in France lose, but get close. Get and we closer, want to sit a lot closer. closer yeah. yeah. We want to sit back on our laurels in this country and go, but we're a democracy. Do you not see the fucking cancer that is ripping through the bowels of this fucking country? I, you know, one place you can go is uh, Stacey Abrams, of course, is the, the president of United Earth. 
and also uh, running a candidate for governor in Georgia right now, but she's obviously a huge organizer, Democratic organizer. Go to stacyabrams.com slash Rose. She's got information on, on, on different things that we're doing to, to fight this uh, draft opinion, which, I, you know, the controversy of whether or not, it's not illegal to leak this, like there's no laws about leaking Supreme Court drafts or whatever the fuck people are upset about. There's, and I don't, and I don't give a fuck either. And frankly, I don't, I don't care what the intent was. I don't care if the intent was to softball it so that, cause I've heard that from a lot of people yeah. that that's a way to get us prepared for it. So we're not as angry when it actually happens mm-hmm. or if it was a way to expose it or what, but what I do need is for every one of you men mm-hmm. who has said to me for the last however many years, and you know who you are, that we didn't need to worry about this. I need you to be tithing to these, these, these organizations. <laughs> I need you to step the fuck up and be at every rally I march you punk here, you hear about because you've been telling me to calm my pretty ass down. And you didn't always say pretty, but calm myself down about something that you would never be calm about. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I can't, stress it enough this is these people the minute if the republicans manage to steal slash win in the midterms the first thing as i've been saying francis will tell you from the beginning this bullshit with trump the first thing they are going to do is get rid of the filibuster Mm -hmm. and then there will be a federal they're going to they're going to put through legislation they're going to do what they can do to put a federal ban on abortion to end separate but equal to end public education to end a minimum wage to end everything and to have a life i'm telling you people don't get it twisted they are autocrats yes yes and you know what and i'm going to tell you this i have to say this out loud i'm angry with white women in the middle of the country i'm disappointed because at the end of the day, I sit here, there's that, there's that old black woman in me that's sitting on the porch drinking her country time. Mm-hmm. And there is that part of me that's rocking on the chair going, yeah, y'all don't believe fat meat is greasy. Because now, you know, if you're going to support these people yep. on a local level, and you send the people that you send to Congress to represent you, what you're doing is voting away your, your rights. And you're well, saying I think every a lot time, of people, yeah. it's okay. I think there are a lot of people who think they're not voting away their, their rights. They're voting away your rights and my rights and yeah. a bunch of other women who aren't them, but they're confident in their ability to get the procedure they want to get when they want to get it. Mm-hmm. I, I And I don't think that's a lot of people. I don't know how many is, but I do believe there's a significant portion, particularly, I don't know if these Republican women, what they fuck they think goes on. But what I do know, as we said on Bob Seska's show this week, is if one in four women in this country has an abortion, then a bunch of people are lying. And That's a bunch right. of people are taking advantage of a right that they'd like to rip from other people. Yep. Yep. Well, because like- one in four people means that's a bunch of Republicans. That's right. That's right. And you know, and what, what, what's also so like galling for me is the fact that who does this, this decision fall heaviest on women of color. Yeah. Poor women and women poor women. Rural. Yeah. You've already yeah. taken away like the one of well, the one place they could get an abortion in many states, but now you're gonna make it a crime too. Yeah, yeah. And you even know, in the case of the mother's life, yeah. there are no there are no carve outs in this. No, None. Not, not for molestation. 
And here's the thing that we don't want to, this country don't want to talk about, this country don't want to talk about people touching children inside of homes and families. Oh, but be clear that Tennessee is also, as we've reported here before, they're trying to get rid of a minimum age for marriage. Don't think these things aren't tied to each other. That's right. That's right. That, I, 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 do you remember people trying to pass or people passing commu- different communities around this country after 9-11 passing these anti-Sharia laws? Yes, girl. And I was like, what the fuck they doing? Tell me what the fuck Sharia is. Tell me. But Sharia is the shit they want. That's what I'm screaming. You're going to sit here and say that any age child can be married and as women do not have the right to abortion. What are you saying? Right. Right, right, right. Or birth control. Let's be clear what you're saying. Angela. Women are property. We are pro- and second class citizens and shut the fuck up about you it. You wish we were second class. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, this country cares more about a dog. More yeah, it about does. dog's rights. It does, it does. Because you could not get a, get a bill passed called forced dogs to have dangerous pregnancies. You couldn't get that shit passed. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to get your emails. That's right. This is from Merle in Madison. Merle Ann. Mm-hmm. She says... Good morning, Gilead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, late in the Reagan administration, when talk about overturning Roe v. Wade was bubbling over, I drove past the sign, a yard sign in a yard next to a yard... Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, with, a, uh, that says, with a sign that says, abortion kills babies, coat hangers kill women. And she goes on to say, amen, and God says, help us all. Someday I'd like to tell you the story of the of life pre-Roe, which has made my professional and personal self want to fight forever to keep abortion safe and legal, a safe and legal option for women. For every last woman and girl, uh, almost 50 f- years later, it makes me cry just to think about it. Think of it. Please take good care of yourselves, ladies. The fight is just beginning and none of us can go gently into the good night. Sincerely, Meryl Ann. Thank you. Yes, sister. And now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. This is our action item. And obviously we want you to be involved in voting and, and calling your representatives and your senators and demanding that they move forward on legislation to codify our rights as citizens, uh, our rights to medical procedures that we choose to have. But we also want to let you know that um, the abortion access front has, they've already started getting ready for the battle ahead. So we want you to save the date Sunday, July 17th. This is Operation Save Abortion, operationsaveabortion.com. You can go there now. They were already preparing for this outcome, Abortion Access Front. But if you hold July 17th on your calendar for Operation Save Abortion, then we can we can get forward. We don't have to just sit here and, and despair. Yes. And what I love about this is their motto is it's not a motto. March, it's your training day. So it is not, it's a day of getting information and figuring out, you see, you register when you go there and what they'll have are uh, independent clinics, abortion funds, practical support groups, grassroots advocacy organizations, and more. And you'll hear directly from the leaders of this movement on what they need you to do to save abortion. It's going to be your training day to walk away with a plan to help abortion access in your community. So we really do want you to go check this out. And they have a great podcast too, Liz Winstead at the Abortion Access Front. But you should definitely check all this information out because this is how we 
knowing this is coming, how we can make sure that women get access to abortions any the fuck way. Yeah. So that's what, what that, I mean, this, as we've said, this is a medical emergency. It really truly is. And, and we, we, we got to keep that centered. Mm-hmm. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. M-S-W Media.